Hey, everybody, this is Patriot Underground here. Now, before we begin the show, I just want to say a few words with regard to the ongoing de-dollarization process and the looming financial crash that we're all expecting will unfold within the next weeks and months. Now, those of you who have been listening to my show are very well informed, and you know that the death of the petrodollar is imminent. Now, we've seen and we've tracked developments all along the way from the expansion of the BRICS Trade Alliance to the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank. This Ponzi scheme has been ongoing since we were taken off the gold standard in 1971, folks. And at that point, our treasury bonds became fundamentally useless because they were no longer interchangeable for real constitutional money, gold and silver. And as we can see, the entire world is going gold back. And meanwhile, here in the United States, the big Wall Street banks are looking at over $800 billion dollars and unrealized treasury bond losses. The walls are closing in. The options in this game of attrition are becoming increasingly limited to the enemy, and that is why now is the time before the U.S. defaults on its debt for the first time in history and the entire house of cards collapses, now is the time to roll over your 401ks and your IRAs into precious metals. And that's why I've partnered with the best company in the business. Gold Co. has over 5,000 five-star reviews on multiple different sites, incredible customer service, incredible market prices. They truly are the best in the business, folks. So click that link for patriotundergroundgold.com. You'll see it right in the description. And you will be contacted by my partners at Gold Co. And they will facilitate this process. And you will be very, very happy that you made this decision, folks. I'm not a financial advisor, but you don't have to be in order to be able to read the tea leaves and see what's coming. I urge everybody out there to click that link and make that move while that window is still open. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. God bless and Godspeed. Patriot out. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Patriot Underground. Today is January 26, 2024. Thank you so much for joining me, folks, to discover the truth beneath the surface. As always, I really do appreciate everybody out there taking the time to listen. So as you can see, I have my friend Jim Willie back with me. Uh, we're going to do a follow-up conversation. I think everyone uh, knows that Jim is a frequent guest on the show. He and I have a great rapport. And uh, the last interview we did, certainly uh, some things were said that Jim wants to address and put a finer point on. So I, you know, we've been talking uh, behind the scenes. We had a pretty lengthy conversation this morning for about an hour. Uh, before we even decided to hit the record button. And uh, certainly, uh, Jim and I, you know, I have an enormous respect for this man. There's a reason that he's constantly on my show. There's a reason he's constantly on e just about everybody wants Jim Willie on their show. He's an expert in so many areas. Um, we don't necessarily have to agree on every single point. I think uh, Jim and I have hashed out certain things. Uh, we may disagree on certain issues, but ultimately, uh, I have the utmost respect for him, and I want to give him the opportunity to, you know, to revisit some of the things uh, that we talked about the other day. And so, Jim, I welcome you back to the show. It really is good to see you again, and I appreciate you coming back. Well, thanks for having me back. I, I, I really had a hair across my ass that day uh, for a number of reasons. Some of them were personal, but there's some frustration. And in, in just watching this entire global war unfold, and, and for those who aren't aware, this is a global war for control of the planet, control of the monetary system, uh, control of um, underground 
illegal activities and trafficking, uh, control the banking system, control of our U.S. Republic, and uh, control of the economy. And, and this is – and the human species. Let's never leave that out because that is somewhat in danger. And I get, I get a little bit angry once in a while, and that was a bad day for me. I'm feeling more – I'm feeling more congenial and, and um, gosh, I, I'm never really soft, um, but I try. Let me just say that the America First movement began a long time ago, and it was from the military, and they were from – they were dismissed, uh, Clinton, baby Bush – and Obama generals, let's just call the admirals generals, but they're not generals, the admirals, the admirals, there were a few in there. Okay, there were several hundred who got fired, and, and they started an, a jamboree in Idaho. And then just imagine, you go there and you have different horse events and, uh, you know, beer drinking and hamburgers available and there's music and there's square dancing and there's a lot of fun okay that's the jamboree and they call themselves america first i knew about america first back in 2012 and 13 now this may sound a little bit hard to comprehend and sink in but i've been doing this newsletter for more than 10 years before the maga movement Make America Great Again, before the MAG movement even began. So I got a lot of stories, and I have stories back in post layman about Donald Trump and New Jersey, the Taj Mahal and bankruptcies, and a lot of stories. Okay, I believe the military recruited Donald Trump, and they didn't have too many other really good alternatives because think of what the job requirement would be. It's got to be courageous. He's got to be able to stand under pressure. Uh, he's got to be able to lead the pack, make decisions, and, and withstand, you know, assaults. And, and that's what Donald Trump has done in his life. Um, I've heard stories about his Atlantic City dealings, and they're not pretty stories. Um, I've heard stories about New York City and the RICO prosecution with Giuliani and that, that that's not pretty okay to say that Donald Trump is a saint is really quite silly nobody's a saint I'm not you're not but Donald Trump has a past and I like the word escapades and you got to be careful because some of it's not criminal behavior and some of it is what I call illicit behavior you know, pressuring a woman, promising her various things and not making good on it and walking in on dressing rooms for beauty pageants. You know, there's a lot of stuff that's very questionable for a gentleman to do. And let's just leave that out for now. I'm concerned about Donald Trump and his Epstein friendship. Um, a lot of people say, but Jim, he wasn't on the, the flight logs for Lolita Express. Well, yeah. But golly, how many photos do we have of him and Epstein in Manhattan at Epstein's mansion? And what I've come to learn, Patrick, is there is 
a long I've seen, list. I've seen a couple of photos. I haven't seen that many. I've seen a, like the couple of, you know, I, I know there's a couple of iconic ones with with him and Epstein at a party, but I, I haven't seen a, a, a lot of photos of them together. Have you? Yeah, I've, I've seen well over a dozen. And, and okay. right. you know, not not just the last week. Years. Right. I, I get that. I get that. I, okay, I, go ahead. In, in April, it'll be 20 years anniversary for the newsletter. I I had photos several years ago of him and him and Epstein. Um, I always wondered, golly, did he go there and, and just drink and not have too much fun? Or I don't know. I almost don't care. What I what I care about mostly, Patrick, is all the different people who've done favors for Epstein in the Trump administration. And, and what I'd like to do is is not get too deep but not do a hit and run either. Okay, here's just a list. Before These are we get all into, people... I'm sorry, before we get into that list, can I just ask you just a point of sure, clarification sure. about uh, Epstein? Now, you said, I mean, you know, you're going to go into it now about his, you know, relationship with Trump. Um, but you, you do know, obviously, you know about the story of him uh, kicking Epstein out of Mar-a-Lago, basically banning him from Mar-a-Lago. You know about that, <clears> right? Yeah, and and I I'd like to, you know, when I bring out the favorable side, okay. Um, because I think I, it's I'm, I mean if we're going to talk about his relationship, we, we got to be we got to be the whole thing. We got to right? be fair. I I I know. Okay. 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 Um, I'm sorry. I, I like to take notes because if I don't, I, I'll miss something that's quite important. Okay. I don't want to do a hit and run, but this is going to seem like a hit and run. Uh. These are all people who have done favors and helped and been directly associated with Epstein from the Trump administration. And I'll give a preface of Jamie Dimon, the J.P. Morgan CEO. The preface is that J.P. Morgan, with respect to the Epstein files that were recently released, has been implicated, J.P. Morgan, not necessarily Diamond, but Morgan, the bank, has been implicated as being the primary banker for numerous different Epstein functions, yep. like bribery, extortion, investments, and other things that, you know, you could just, as long as your arm. Okay, Jamie Diamond has flipped. And this is really a beautiful thing to happen because now he, even though he's using rather limp-wristed descriptions, he's saying that Trump was correct in A, B, C, D, the economy, the election, NATO. Jamie Dimon is now preaching the white hat case and slamming Davos. Okay, now within... The Trump administration, there were a lot of people and they changed hats at times. But William Barr at Attorney General, Jared Kushner, senior advisor, Stephen Mnuchin, Secretary of Treasury, Mike Pompeo, CIA and state, Dershowitz, who's getting really tarnished badly, defense legal team, William Ross, Commerce, Gary Cohn, National Economic Council. Steve Bannon, White House senior counselor, 
Betsy DeVos, education. Rudy Giuliani, Trump's legal team. Alex Acosta, who I got to highlight, with a 54-page indictment of Epstein for sexual predator activities, Alex Acosta arranged a 13-month, not even a prison sentence, but a sentence of house arrest. And he was able, Epstein was able, during the house arrest that Trump's guy Acosta set up. He was an intermediary from the Labor Department. During the 30 months, 13 months, <clears throat> Epstein was able six days a week to leave his home, to go to work, to do 12 hours of office work followed by dinner or whatever. 54-page indictment, sexual predator activity, 13 months, no house arrest. He can go to work. Okay, that's a sweet deal. Okay, Tom Barrick, chairman of the committee, Carl Icahn, Special Advisor for Regulatory Reform. He was the Taj Mahal guy for the hotels. Peter Thiel and even Jim Mad Dog Mattis uh, from the military. Okay, you're going to have to I'm, – I'm going to do a, a, a slight maneuver here and say I have more details on every one of those persons cited in the January Hattrick letter that will be posted before next week. Um, I don't want to go on a long list, but I don't like the idea of a hit and run. That's why I highlighted Jamie Dimon and, and Alex Acosta. The biggest betrayal, in my opinion, was William Barr. William Barr advised Trump to do pardons for Iran-Contra uh, figures who are most likely involved in cocaine transport, weapons for cocaine. That's how it worked. Uh, William Barr was the worst, in my opinion. I, I remember that I held on to hope that William Barr was one of the good guys until the very end when I realized, oh, my gosh, almost all the appointments by Trump were of deep state figures. And it raises some very difficult questions that you and I were addressing. Was Trump bringing in deep state figures in order to have everybody trapped? In the big sting? Well, some probably, but golly, it's like 90% of appointment, his appointments and some of the, his most trusted people and some of the people that Trump himself have said, he betrayed me. There, there are eight or ten that Trump has said, he betrayed me. Pompeo betrayed me. Barb betrayed me. I think Trump was just a naive politician. He's a good businessman. And I know because of like 20 different places I've read this and heard this, Trump relied on his Republican advisors to make appointments. And unfortunately, his advisors were also deep state. Trump didn't even pick good advisors. Um, I don't think I don't give him the benefit of the doubt all the way down the line that it was just a trap as many people as possible. I think he used, Trump used his own bad judgment in appointments to his advantage. Let's now go trap more people. <clears throat> but Patrick, th there's, there's some angles that are difficult. It's really difficult to say the Rothschilds 
allow Trump to operate independently. The Rockefellers allow Trump to operate independently. The people behind Epstein allow Trump to operate independently. I don't believe he does, and, and I believe that's part of the reason that well, we're before, seeing these long can delays. I inter- can I just interject sure. for one moment, sure. and we can get back on to uh, what you were just talking about. The one thing that I wanted to highlight, and again, folks can make up their own mind, that Jim and I spoke about was that, you know, and, and you kind of talked about it a little bit, did Trump uh, put these people in place as a part of this big sting? Now, Obviously, people can make up their own mind about it. But the one point that I think I made and that I we tended to agree upon is that prior to Trump coming into office and surrounding himself, I mean, the question here is, you know, why did he bring all these people in? Was this on purpose? Was it by accident? Was it because he was naive, as you say? But most of us didn't know, didn't really have any negative feelings necessarily about a lot of these people like Bill Barr, like Pompeo, like a lot of the individuals that you listed People didn't really understand who they were. They didn't see that they were dirty, but they can see it very clearly. So I think that at least opens up the door to interpret Trump's actions in that in that vein. But you, were, yeah, I want to go that, back to you, you were getting into the Rothschilds and the and the well, that's that's the the Trump being naive politically, and I think he was very naive. I think he had very high level objectives to restore the republic and to clean out the deep state and remove some of the narcos. He made a lot of enemies by halting narcotics. A lot. Oh, gosh, I heard from a guy who was a source three years ago, and he kind of faded away. He said, Jim, you wouldn't believe the interdiction going on in the Caribbean of ships loaded with cocaine. These are military ships, and these are Coast Guard ships, and Trump has interdicted, and he's made a lot of enemies, and, and Wall Street's not getting their funding. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, there, there's something that's very important uh, before I get to the Roth, the Rock, and I already covered Epstein. It's something that I've, I – I had a follow-up know, question for you on Epstein too, but go ahead. Uh, all right. You know, you're not the only one who got follow-up email. Um, following our last uh, oh, I'm sure. podcast that, that <laughs> stirred up a hornet's nest. Yeah, and, you know, part, of, the part, of it is, <laughs> part of it is really entertaining and part of it is somewhat worrisome. But I'm running about eight to one in favor of my last interview with you from my side. Jim, stick stick to your guns. You make a lot of sense. There are two sides to this. The fraudulent banksters and the satanic globalists. You're right. I got some more information on that. Another one said, Jim, you made some bold statements about Trump. These are things that we've always been suspecting and we've always given him a pass, but maybe it's time we stop giving him a pass. Okay, you know, these are fair comments, but I'm running, golly, I think two people have, (laughs) two people have attempted to really ream me out. And about 15 or 18, and some of them are my favorite people. And they say, Jim, hats off to you. Way to go. Well, right. I've had 15. I've had, you know, people reaming me out just for putting that interview out there. I mean, I've had people, you know, just going absolutely insane in the in the comments section, <laughs> yeah. you know, wondering, you know, what happened to Jim? Is he is he compromised? Is he I'm not compromised. A I don't bit. believe that. I don't believe that. Not at all. a bit. 
And I've I never have... questioned, let me just let me just be clear. I've never questioned your integrity. I've never questioned anything along those lines. And and I agree with you that these are, I mean, I'm all about the truth. I'm not a Trump sycophant, right? I'm not going to sit here and say that Trump is a choir boy, that he did everything perfectly. Yeah. We and may it... disagree on certain things, but I'm all about the truth. So let's talk about this. Now, do you want me to ask my question about Epstein or do you want to go into the Yeah, you go, I got my notes where I'm going to go. So go ahead. All right. Do the follow-up so my question about Epstein. Okay, so obviously, you you know, you mentioned Bill Barr, right, being like the biggest betrayal of all. And we know that Bill Barr was the guy who came out and said, oh, yeah, Epstein, uh, he killed himself. And, you know, he, he was the one who came out with that official story. He was kind of at the center of all that. Um, yeah. What do you think happened to Epstein? He faked his death. Okay, in in the January newsletter, you're going to see the dead guy in the prison cell and you're going to see a previous picture of Epstein and the noses are very very different the okay? Epstein noses the Epstein the noses they're very different the okay. dead guy doesn't have the same nose and I'm not talking about a slight difference like a little bit wider I'm talking about a hook okay <laughs> I we got we got okay that's right. going to be in the January newsletter. I think he faked his death because after the fake death, there's no more concern about, well, golly, are we going to reduce the sentence or where are we going to keep them? How are we going to keep them safe? And who is visits going to visitors going to be? And are you saying the deep state? Do you say do you think the deep state helped him fake his death, or was it a duty flip for the White Hat? I don't think Epstein that? has the capability to flip for anything. I think the deep state killed him in the fake. They did a fake kill. Okay. okay and Barr was involved, I would assume. you would. Okay, this is simple. Go ahead. Faking a death is extraordinarily simple. No, I agree with you on that point. I'm just trying to get at because a lot of okay. people, I think, All believe right. that maybe Epstein perhaps is feeding the White Hats information. So I, that's why I'm asking this question. No, I think Jelaine Maxwell might be feeding information, and everybody's ratting on Epstein. Epstein doesn't have the capability to recant, reform, retreat, or apologize for anything on this face of the earth. That's my opinion. I'm wondering okay? why they didn't just kill him. Why would the deep state help him? Oh, no, no. You don't, you don't kill high-level people like that. You do not kill high-level people like that there are people that are like sacred and and that could explain some of the i don't want to list names but there, there are a few names out there that we're wondering is he dead he, is she dead is he dead is she dead okay some of these names are sacred okay epstein i think had his death faked and notice how he's was out of the news for a long time and you know he could finally enjoy the beach in Haifa. You know what I mean? Okay, finally. Wear a hat. You know, not do facial reconstruction, but wear a hat and enjoy the beach in Haifa. Come on. You this have information not, he's in, in Haifa? Or is that just a... I had information that, that he was in Israel, yeah. Okay, all right. Okay, all right. Let me, let me get to the fraudulent bankers versus the satanic globalists because I think the break with Epstein and Trump was over improper behavior with entertainment and parties and frolicking with women versus killing. 
Trump said not going to be involved in the killing. And that's when they broke. And Trump did something that really pissed off Epstein. He uh, outbid Epstein on a property in Florida that Epstein wanted, Epstein lusted for. And if Epstein lusts for something, whether it's a woman or a property, you don't get in his way. And Trump outbid and then later sold, which meant Trump didn't want the property. He wanted to obstruct Epstein. They, they, there's, there's some pretty nasty dealings between the two. They had a falling out. And the falling out might be as bad as any falling out that you or I have ever had. But I want to focus on the, the fraudulent banksters, which I believe are called owls. Yep. And the satanic globalists, who I believe are called spiders. Okay. And there is a plaque for the owls, and it's it, it's from the you know Mr. Pelosi's Bohemian Grove, and on the owl it says um, spiders do not come here. What I think is happening, and they've got their own explanation, you know, softball explanation. But I what I think is happening here, Patrick, is. <clears throat> The fraudulent banksters do the money laundering for the globalists, and they draw the line. We're not going to do product development like growing the poppy. We're not going to do product acquisition like kidnapping kids. We're not going to do product acquisition like adrenochrome farms. We're not going to do all that. So the production and, and killings with whatever rituals or whatever, whatever. The fraudulent bankers don't want to have any part of. They just want to profit off of it. Is what they want to profit off it, but you know they also have their own parties. I mean, they got their cocaine parties, they got their two hundred dollar lunches, they got their their fun times, they got their boats, they they got their you know, let's just say some improper activity on the boats that are two miles offshore and not subject to law and all that. A lot of weird stuff. <clears throat> but I think the fraudulent banksters maybe have been protecting the Clinton Foundation. So let me, the way I like to describe it with a couple of clients was the fraudulent bankers don't like to kill, but to protect their interests, if they're threatened, they will kill. Clinton Foundation murders, there are 170 of them. Okay, <clears throat> what I've heard from a couple of clients is, Jim, I got a lot of information, some of it they shared, and, and it, it's pretty interesting. Uh, it, it's how the fraudulent banksters are at war with the globalists. And notice right now, Jamie Dimon was in Davos, let's just say, making the case for Trump. I don't want to get into the details, you know, how he softballed it. You know, Trump was right. Okay, fine. He's making the case, and he's doing it right in the face of Klaus Schwab and Ursula von der Leyen, who's the EU Commission president. She has a nickname of Vanderleyer, Vanderleyen, but they call her Vanderleyer. <clears throat> okay, Jamie Dimon is is like a member of the Owls. He's a member of the Bankster Group. I call it fraudulent banksters because never leave out that J.P. Morgan has had out of court settlements for over two hundred and thirty billion dollars without ever admitting legal guilt no admission of guilt 
we'll sign this NDA, non-disclosure agreement, and, and you can walk away and you get your, your $1.5 billion and we're not admitting fault and there's no lawsuit and there's no shutdown of J.P. Morgan. Okay, J.P. Morgan, this same guy, went before the Davos group to tell them that Trump is going to be the next president. You better get used to it. And Trump was right about the economy. Trump was right about NATO. Trump was right about the election. We better get used to it. Now, there are a lot of implications in there. The implications are that Dominion <clears throat> will not be a factor in the upcoming elections. And notice that not only is the timing after the release of Epstein files, part Why one and two. Why do you say two, that about Dominion? Um, did I Dominion ruin any election in favor of Haley in Iowa or New Hampshire? Oh, I see. So you're judging based upon the primaries and how that. Mm, it, it seems that way. And that is consistent with what I heard from um, a military, a new military source as of October. I call him the Florida wingman. You know, I, I have a little fun. So we're looking you at know, a, so your sources are saying we're looking at a, a clean a clean election, a cleaner uh, no, election, cleaner, cleaner, okay. cleaner. With, without Dominion being part of it. And notice that in Iowa, New Hampshire, we haven't heard anything about 2 a.m. vote flipping in favor of Haley. We, we there's there's no attendant crapola uh, about Dominion and their participation. <clears throat> Okay, so here's my zinger. I believe the banksters, as fraudulent as they are, have been working with the White Alliance to capture Davos and Rothschild bank accounts, to isolate the Davos crew by cutting off their funding like Ukraine. I got one month in advance, I said that the... Summer 2000, oh gosh, I, I, I mix the years up. Let me just say that when the Russian military <clears throat> captured the uh, money laundering, I think it was around June of 22, yeah. <clears throat> they captured the money laundering in Ukraine. And I said, it'll only be a few months before someone like Credit Suisse enters financial failure. Nope, and I got, it, I got it right. And I believe that the, the banksters in New York and maybe London also, assisted in that. Okay, Switzerland is getting isolated. All right, my zinger is this. Because of the cooperation by Diamond, J.P. Morgan, and the banksters, they have brought down the Davos crew, and the rest of the globalists will fall. I'm watching Gates. I'm watching Kerry to see for you know side collateral damage. Like Gates with his, you know, Marburg Disease X and Kerry with his climate change extortion. Okay, that's on the side of the globalists. That's not center. Well, Gates is more center, you know, genocide, uh, depopulation. So when you're saying the globalists, are we talking about when you're using that term to describe Davos and that the that the that the banksters are actually uh, have Separate. been – Okay, so so Davos then that would be the dark side of the cabal. Yes, yeah, the globalists. Davos globalists. Globalists are the dark side. Right. World okay. Economic Forum, uh, leaders of tomorrow. Um, that's all the globalists. 
and that their agenda is global fascism, new world order. But both the sides are satanic, you're saying, right? They're, they're no, just... no, no, no. Both sides are not satanic. Not no, satanic. I'm not saying that. I'm not. Okay. I said the banksters are fraudulent and they love cocaine and they love parties. Just okay. think of the fraudulent bankers at Wall Street, okay? <clears throat> a lot of people They're have I... a difficult time with this idea, and I'm, you know, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I'm just at a point of clarification. A lot of people have a difficult time with this idea about two different sides of the coin with evil, right? So that, right. You know, it, and I it think is difficult. Like, if this is a spiritual war, why then would evil, if if humanity is ultimately the enemy? Uh, they're coming after all of us, then why would evil go to war against itself in okay. that scenario? I, 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 that I can address that. I have been calling them the fraudulent banksters. <clears throat> they're the Wall Street bankers. They've got a long history of fraud with respect to treasury bonds, the Lehman incident with mortgage bonds, double treasury bond selling, money laundering. Okay, that is not murder. Okay. Now, put aside the Clinton Foundation with respect to Wall Street and the bankers. I do not have any evidence that Wall Street banker CEOs are Satanists. I believe that they are heavy partiers. I believe they have very sick private lives. And I don't have any evidence that any Wall Street executive was involved with Hillary, Podesta, and the Hollywood ritual murders of children. <clears throat> now, as to your question, okay, this, this really gets to something I learned when I was watching The Godfather. I learned a lot in the 70s from Godfather 1 and 2. Godfather 3 was pretty weird. <clears throat> in Godfather 1 and 2, I learned something. The mafia does not want to see a wrecked economy. The mafia and Wall Street are closely aligned. They do not want a wrecked economy. They do not want a wrecked planet. They do not want wrecked forests. They do not want a wrecked equilibrium of oxygen and carbon dioxide. They want a thriving economy so that the fraudulent banksters can act like Little blood-sucking, just like Matt Taibbi said from Rolling Stone, giant vampire squid. That's what Goldman Sachs is. They want that. They're not about you know, terrorizing the nation, kidnapping half the children, doing Maui dewdrops to burn it down, smart cities. They're not about that. That's globalists. Okay. Do they see humanity as the enemy? Because no, uh, no, they see the humanity as their host. I see. Okay. So they're not <laughs> looking to eradicate us. They're looking to feed off of us. <laughs> Very good. I, I like okay. that. Not eradicate. Instead, feed. Okay. Off us. Yeah, exactly. And the globalists are sat satanic. They want to wipe out 90% of the population. They wanted to do an economic lockdown. And I got news for some people. BlackRock is not an American financial institution. It is a European narco money laundering funnel facility to capture the majority of U.S. corporations and to institute the vaccine mandate. The vaccine mandate was not a Wall Street feature. 
Now, they set up their little COVID uh, stimulus and they benefited tremendously because they complained to the globalists and said, your lockdown is going to kill our banking system. So the globalists said, well, we'll range for $9 trillion. Will that help? Okay. That's what the COVID stimulus was. The fraudulent banksters, this is called the banksters. They don't cotton to wiping out the global population. They don't cotton to doing irreparable harm to the economy. They don't cotton to ruining profitability that is dependent, that they, that they depend on for the financial markets. And they've got little kids. Okay. Here in Costa Rica, there was a very interesting thing that happened. It was November of 21. They were about to do the vaccine passport. And it was to be able to go into any business establishment except banks, food stores, and pharmacies. And it got voted down. It got eliminated. I, I did some digging. I found out that they bribed the officials $50 million to get the COVID data in line so they could justify a lockdown and encourage vaccination. But I read and I heard, oh, I got one friend and he's got a lot of connections and he's so smart. Um, I call him Donald Pato. And, and the people who speak Spanish will, will giggle at that. Donald Pato. Uh, by the way, in Spanish, duck is Pato. Okay. My friend and colleague Donald Pato told me that the Assembly, we call we call them members of Congress, and in Britain and in parliamentary situation, they they call them structure. They call it member of Parliament MP. Mm -hmm. My mother even used MP. I said, Mom, what's MP? Member of Parliament. Where you been, Jim? Um, okay, okay. Um, they call them deputies here. The deputies at the assembly, meaning in Costa Rica, the members of the little parliament voted down the vaccine passport because they have businesses and they have families and they kicked out the president and we got a different president quickly the following March or February who eliminated the entire vaccine agenda. Okay. Back to the banksters, the banksters. Here's my zinger. I'm just going to get right to it. The banksters have flipped and turned against the Davos globalists wrecked their bank accounts, and their reward is a seat at the monetary table for the next chapter. Wall Street will have a seat, and I'm, I describe it in my January newsletter. I'm, I'm you know, making progress. Um, I've been very distracted the last few days, as you can imagine. But <clears throat> what do I mean by earn a seat at the mon monetary table? It means they might have to make compromises. They might be forced. For instance, on the table is the central bank digital currency. And the banksters might have to say we're not going to control it if it even happens. The banksters are making compromises. They flipped on the globalists, but they're making other compromises, Patrick. They have not done any bail-ins. I think that's a white hat directive, white alliance directive. Uh, the Department of Treasury said we're going to have unlimited FDI funding to make whole all the deposit. We've never had a bank fold and say, sorry, we got 18,000 accounts and they're all 
they're all locked and lost. No, we haven't had that. Can the I banksters have made compromises, and they're going to win a seat at the monetary table, and some of us are not going to like it. Okay. But watch them change their tune because they've been caught with the Epstein involvement. Okay. So I just have a, I have a question that kind of tied together the past couple of points that you've made. So we were talking about COVID. And, and on that subject, I've heard you say many times that what happened was is that the cabal switched lanes, right? They went from, uh, you know, they switched into the medical lane, right? Um, yes. You, you've talked about that many times. So my question as I'm sitting here listening to you was, uh, you know, going back to what I said about, I had asked you about the two different sides of the cabal, the light side and the dark side, and why would these two sides declare war on each other? Did, was it COVID when they switched lanes away from the, you know, the economic uh, tyranny into the medical tyranny that caused the banking system so much stripe of their own? Was that the point when they declared war on each other? Or do you know, do you have any insights into, into what caused these two sides to come after each other? Was it COVID related? Based I'm glad upon, you bring that you know, up because that is an added point that I discuss in my January newsletter. This has been a theme of mine for several months. When they switched lanes and allowed the fascist um, rule maker, the fascist dictator, I don't like that word dictator. When the new head of the fascist rule came about with the doctors, they did tremendous damage. I mean like perhaps trillion dollar damage to the banks. It wrecked property values. The commercial real estate market has not recovered. The residential mortgage market has not really recovered. The housing prices are down 20%, 30%. So, yes, the banksters took a very powerful blow from the globalists, not just you – you called COVID. I call it – and the lockdown. The lockdown shut down businesses. Mm -hmm. How are businesses supposed to pay their loans and keep them current? If they're not allowed to be open, I have one example. This is a really good one. It's my buddy Dave in Los Angeles. He owns three upscale clothing stores in Los Angeles, and he was forced to shut down. He objected, so they turned off his water and turned off his electricity, and all his competitors in the big stores like Macy's, they all continued. Okay, so with, with that entire fascist rule – came favor to the bigger corporations. Now, Macy's is in, in trouble, laying off thousands of people and has no sympathy at all for me. Okay, so yes, the, the banksters are resentful for the damage done by this globalist agenda of depopulation and economic lockdown. Yes, yes. All right, so now you were getting back. I, I don't know if you were done, but I want to just remind you, you were, you were getting into uh, CBDC. Because I, I didn't want to derail where you're going. They're going to be compromised. We haven't heard much about CBDC, but golly, did did Trump say it was somebody? I thought it might be Trump who said we're not going to do the CBDC. It'll never happen. Yeah, it was Trump. Okay, all right, very good. Because I was a little fuzzy <clears throat> um, on that. Trump yeah, he, says he said no. That recently, yeah, very recently. Okay, that could be part of the compromise. The banksters are in a seat at the table, but they had to give up their CBDC control lever. 
Okay, mm -hmm. there are going to be some surprising things that come out of this bankster compromise. And, and CBDC is going to be only one of them. Um, I think they're going to reinforce that they're not going to do bail-ins. They're going to reinforce that because there's a lot of fear. Uh, there, there are a lot of complaints, and most of them are with Bank of America. Complaints about my large account is not available or it's rationed at $2,000 or $2,500 a week, and that's not sufficient. I've got big obligations. A lot of complaints, and they were really – they began in October – with Bank of America, and I got my own client consults, and I have three or four people who have complaints about Bank of America, and one of them sticks out. Jim, I had a $25,000 bank wire. It's been 30 days. You'd think that they'd deliver on it, wouldn't you? 30 days on a bank wire of 25000 And then she said to me, I got another one after that for 15000 And I, I said to her, why don't you demand that Bank of America send it back to your account. Take action. Deliver it or send it back. Shit or get off the pot. And um, she said, Jim, it's, it's amazing. The next day, the first 25000 arrived at the destination to buy silver. <clears throat> okay. Um, we're going to see a lot of compromises, and I, I've got my ears open, and I've got uh, my feelers out. I, I want to touch base with the Florida wingman again uh, because all this activity with respect to the banksters in Davos. And, and, you know, there's somebody else in Davos who seems to have, I don't want to say flipped as much as changed his tune, and that's Alex Soros. F Father George is gone, and it's called the Open Society. That's his foundation. Open Society Foundation. That is funding the border crossing with unvetted immigrants, the migrant flow. Okay, I don't want to get into an entirely new room and topic of the migrant flow, but <clears throat> what Alex Soros has done, and <clears throat> by all indications, Alex Soros has taken the mantle from the Soros Foundation. He's taken the mantle, and he's done some really ugly things. And that would be the like, dark side, correct? That's the dark side globalist. He's a Satanist you, globalist. You are aware of the uh, the tweet that he put out, right? The the uh, the look like a, a direct threat against Trump with the bullet hole in the window and the forty. Yeah. Wallet you saw. Yeah. Right and he's got plausible deniability that you know it's just just a hole in a window. What are you talking about? Yeah, I know. I love this plausible deniability. But anyway, here's what Alex Soros said: Trump is the commander in chief, and we better get used to the fact that he's going to win the presidency this November. Oh, I didn't know he said that. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Alex Soros has changed his tune. I don't want to say flipped because he's still a dedicated globalist who'll do anything. Lie, cheat, steal, kill. So he said that anything. Trump's the commander in chief. Wow. Yes, yes. Okay. okay. Now, I'm, I'm kind of curious why Trump hasn't done more like with, say, stop the boosters, talk about Maui and the do hit. Um, why hasn't he stopped forest fires? Why hasn't he interrupted train derailments? Well, before why we get into that, can I ask you one question about the banksters and then we can get into yeah. that? Um, no, well, actually two questions. So you, you said that, uh, you know, re regarding, uh, you know, the banksters having a seat at the table, right? So I guess my, my two brief questions are that probably a lot of people are wondering, 
why compromise? I mean, the, why doesn't the military, why don't the White Hats arrest the global banksters along with the rest of them? Because how we, how can we have a better economic system with these corrupt, evil people at the helm? Well, it's either reform them or eliminate them. Why I think Jamie Dimon was given a choice. Okay. You will make compromises when the seat at the table, the monetary table, or you're going to be hanged. Okay, What's so it going to be? be okay. I think it. I think it came to threats of execution and treason and crimes against humanity. If J.P. Right. Morgan was involved in all the different financial matters of Epstein, then it is inconceivable and laughable that Diamond was not part of it. Of course. Okay. Of course. All right. All right. All right. So there's another aspect to this, Patrick, and it's it's unfortunate part of reality. We still need the big banks. We might need Wall Street to continue our economy because it's so large. Okay. And it's better to reform these people than to eliminate them because, let, let's face it, if we shut down all the Wall Street banks and hang five top executives in each Wall Street bank for treason and crimes against humanity, what are we left with? We're left with an economy that lacks lending institutions. We're left with an economy that cannot do business formation, cannot do product line development. Okay, we chose – okay, this is how I do it. We made a decision holding our nose. Okay, and we're going to be watching these devils, the Wall Street banksters, closely. It's it's late, and we're not going to get information on. So they were given it's deals, late. but the the other side, the the, the dark side, there is no deals for those. Oh people. no, they they got slammed. Okay, they're getting right. their accounts confiscated. I believe the Wall Street banksters are on like a parole. Okay, we we're going to be watching you every thirty days. We're going to do a little report, see how the deals are being honored. Okay, I'm going to address some of that. In my January report, this is very complex machinery, mm -hmm. but we're not going to have Wall Street. Here's another area of compromise. Wall Street will not be in control of the digital coins, of the cryptos. They're not going to be dominant. They're going to be – they're going to permit an egalitarian system. And the way I like to, to, to phrase it is Wall Street is going to become more a player in a multipolar financial world. Okay. All right. And, and that's a good thing. So the military then presumably the white hats behind the scenes are the ones who are establishing all these parameters and are saying you're not going to have control over the CBDC. I think so. You're going to have a you're going to have a seat at the table in order to help us continue to keep the economy running and afloat. But basically, they're going to be defanged by the military behind the scenes. Defanged and watched closely and reformed as much as we can expect. You know, cocaine users and $200 lunch uh, devotees. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Can, can you reform these people? That's the I, question I, don't I wonder think, about. I don't think you can reform them completely. They're too far gone. But I think that they're going to be on a close watch. I don't know if a short leash is going to be possible. I think a long leash is possible. Uh, all right. Okay. You said there was another question? 
Uh, I think that was it. You covered it. You, okay. were, you were about okay. to get into the vaccine, I think. Uh, yeah, was, let me just kind of summarize because I, I got to go soon here. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, Trump was rescued during a devastating time of the savings and loan 1980s, that crisis. Um, he had two bankruptcies, not one. And the Rothschild bankers rescued him. And I believe as a result, he's beholden to the banksters and the Rothschilds are you notice that he's making a deal with the banksters. He's with beholden to the banksters, but Rothschilds are part of the globalist crowd. And and it's very delicate what Trump has to do now. The Rockefellers has, are as well, right? Rockefellers are part of the yeah, they designed the, the, They're the, both on the dark side. Oh, just They're I'm both just on the dark clear. globalist okay. side. Okay, when I use globalist, I mean satanic, I mean genocide i mean destroy the planet and destroy the human species got it okay um rothschild 70 years ago created the state of israel and notice that trump has boasted many many times we never had any war when i had during my administration but he's favoring the gaza war okay he is in favor of the Gaza war, and he's got his own little Satanist son-in-law, Jared Kushner, as an Orthodox Jew. Jared Kushner and his Abrams Accord, and I'll get into that in my January newsletter. There are a lot of aspects to it. It's for recognition by Arab states of Israel, ignoring the entire Gaza-Palestinian state. Forget about Palestine. Forget about all that. Trump is in favor of all that, you know, disrespect of Palestine, and now he's favoring the war. All right. Trump is the no-war president, and now he's favoring the Israeli war. Okay, that to me is the Rothschilds and their influence. I don't wish to talk about it any further. The other issue is Rockefeller. I think the Rockefellers have something on him. I'm not really sure what it is. The Rockefellers own two-thirds of the capital for Big Pharma. Big Pharma has had numerous different parties. They're deep in with the Epstein crowd, and I believe Rockefellers have something on Trump, and I believe it is regarding his what I call escapades, escapades with women and whatever. I, I don't know, but why else would Trump advocate Operation Warp Speed and get everybody out there to get vaccinated. And we've talked about this, and it's well understood. Trump has said that Big Pharma was not prepared, and the majority of the first round were placebos. And I've got my own evidence that at least 70% of the first round were placebos. But Trump did not, did not get out in front and say, don't get the booster. I'm hearing that the booster is 80 to 90% real and dangerous. Very few of the boosters are placebos, and most everybody that I know, like friend of a friend who's dead, took the booster. I know numerous people, mothers of friends, neighbor of friends, who did not take the booster, who did take the vaccine, double X, and are okay. They've not been sick. I, the way I distinguish the vaccine with a double X is to kill, 
destroy your immune system. And vaccine with a double C, which is what I had when I was four years old. That's I, I had mumps, smallpox, polio, and measles, I think. Mumps, smallpox, polio. Yeah, I went on for a two-year trip. My father was a guest professor in Italy. And um, I don't get sick. I just don't get sick, okay? I've never in my life, not even one time, got a flu shot in flu season. Every single flu season, my, my colleagues would get a flu shot. I said, guarantee you're going to get the flu. You just wait. I won't. And they got the flu, and I, I rubbed their nose in it. Okay, Trump has not backtracked on the vaccine, and, and now he's admitting that, that there are some side effects and dangerous adverse he has made yeah i think he had he did address it recently but yeah a little late a little slow and a little bit what's the word light he's not been emphatic at all okay so i think rothschilds have something on him i call him he's beholden to the rothschilds he's beholden to the rockefellers and he is vulnerable to the epstein read all about it in the Hattrick letter, sign up and um, realize that I am a patriot and I put my weight behind Donald Trump, flaws and all, because I've got my flaws, I've got a hairy back, I got bad teeth, I had an episode 30 years ago as a very small time klepto. I was a drug dealer when I was 22, marijuana only. I've got my own little skeletons, but what I do is I – We all do. No, but I put mine out there. I put mine out there. Mm -hmm. This April will be 37 years of no drugs after rehab. It was just marijuana. I I know it's not a good practice to say just. My very powerful addiction was marijuana. My number one, two, and three favorite drugs were marijuana Hawaiian, marijuana Colombian, and marijuana Thailand. <clears throat> okay? Those are my three favorite drugs. And they got you into trouble, huh? They got me into a lot of trouble. Mm. And and what did I do with my own manager? They said, Jim, this is employee assistance program at a major company, Digital Equipment Corp, computer company. They said, Jim, we as EAP will lie for you and say you've got back surgery and you're on short-term disability for 30 days, or you can tell the truth. And I said, I only tell the truth. So I told the truth. I got into a little conflict with my manager for about an hour. And then that afternoon, he walked into my office and said, Jim, I, res- I respect you. I respect you. Don't, don't worry. I, I respect you. I'm, I got your back. Your job is going to be here. Your projects are going to be waiting for you. Everybody loves you here. So, you know, I don't see Trump doing things like that. I don't see him saying, golly, you know, when I was Atlantic City, there was this guy named Luigi, and uh, we had him removed, and I don't know what they did. No, he doesn't talk like that. He doesn't do that at all, ever. But I'm a patriot. I got my full weight behind Donald Trump, or 95% of it. And um, 
It's I know totally it's legitimate watched. to question him, by the way. I mean, I think I hope we're we're both in agreement. We may not, not many people do on everything, but the reality is, is I, I don't think it's off base. I mean, the re I think that it's very healthy to ask these types of questions and to explore things me, from multiple different angles. I don't me have too. a problem with that at all, but that doesn't change the fact that we're I mean, both of us are patriots. Both of us support Donald Trump. Both of us see him. I think probably I, I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but really the only way that we can get to a better place without going into full scale civil war. Uh, so I, you know, I think I agree. That, uh, that's something that both of us are, are definitely in agreement on. And we, obviously we, a lot of these things, more information as it comes out, you know, we'll, we'll tell more of the story. Right. I agree. And we got a full handshake on that, but I got to say that I have a lot, of different sources and they're varied and I've got maybe 30 to 50 clients who help supply me with information including boots on the ground here's just a weird little thing that came out a few weeks ago there were underground explosions in southern New Hampshire and the press said that there were earthquakes and they were not they were gigantic detonations at shallow ground so this has to do with the underground war we're in an underground war, and it has moved into New Hampshire. And I believe it has moved into New Hampshire because that is a major narcotics money laundering center along with South Dakota. And the entire Silicon Valley Bank, which is, you know, Northern California in February, that failure was precipitated by the movement of about $23 billion by the Mexican drug cartel that got into the United States in trusts in New Hampshire. Okay, I have a lot of boots in the ground, a lot of sources of information, and I was around for over 10 years with the newsletter before MAGA ever began. I knew about America first before they recruited Donald Trump. I regarded it as a, as a, a beer fest, horse event, jamboree, where the dismissed generals like to get together and talk and compare notes. But they ended up hiring and recruiting Donald Trump, who re refused on the first couple of rounds. He refused. And uh, this Trump figure is very complicated. I'd like to see him come out of Cheyenne Mountain more. I've been told that there were, two years ago, five Donald Trumps. There were mm -hmm. five. Two were clones. One was his brother, one was a double, and two of them were killed out of five. Two of the doubles? No, killed? two of the five. Two out of the five, so, okay. We so don't this. know who. Hmm. We don't know which were killed. Two of the five. Two doubles, two clones, and the original. Two were killed. We don't know which. Hmm. And uh, I'm telling you, this is very deep you, you never are involved with a counter coup for the insurrection and remember the military was involved in the steel in November of 2020 it was internet satellite connection with Rammstein the NATO base which is a major narcotics center okay Afghanistan never ended with its narcos they moved to Pakistan. They still have some in Afghanistan, but they moved some of their poppy growing to Pakistan 
and now Pakistan is kicking them out. This is very complicated, very ugly. <clears throat> Trump is still my hero, but damn, I would not want to go to a party with him. So let me ask you this in closing, Jim, a couple of, <laughs> couple of things, uh, you know, and, and we don't have to necessarily get into all of them, but uh, three things that kind of occurred to me here. Uh, you, were, you mentioned uh, uh, the underground war. You talked about um, the uh, saw a lot of the information that Mike Gill brought to the fore. I think you've actually uh, I've heard you reference him recently. I actually had a conversation with Mike not too long ago. Uh, and interestingly, he he's of the opinion that uh, Trump is the only one that isn't corrupt. So I think it would be kind of that would Mike, be interesting. Mike who? Mike who? Mike, Mike Gill. Oh, Michael Gill. Yeah, yeah. I had him on my show and he he basically uh, is he's of that uh, opinion that Trump is basically uh, the only one who's not corrupt. I think it'd be interesting to have uh, the two of you guys together in a conversation to explore that. That would be really cool. But uh, the Trump trial and the election. OK, these are the two things that I really wanted to just kind of really quickly have your comment on and then we can wrap this up. Um, what do you see happening in the Trump trial? I mean, I, I put my my viewpoints out there that I think it's it's an opportunity to the, the military to lay all the cards out about the election fraud in, two, in uh, 2020. Um, I do think it's very interesting that they're going to be live streaming it. To me, that suggests that there's some plan involved here. I'm curious what you think, uh, what your thoughts are about the trial. And, and also, really, uh, now that you've kind of outlined this this compromise having to do with Jamie Dimon as the focal point of the of the banksters, uh, what how does that inform what's going to happen in the election? I mean, are we and in Dominion being taken out of the picture, does that mean that we have an, a normal election in November? No EBS like people have been talking a landslide about? victory of at least 25, 30 percent, maybe more. So no Mike EBS. You don't, you don't think uh, we're looking I, to... I, I don't know. They want to avoid. The Florida wingman said they're trying to do everything possible to avoid dismissing, vacating the, the Biden show. They're trying to do everything possible to avoid the emergency broadcast. And I think that's a mistake. I think they should do stage one of the emergency broadcast, which was explained to me as being bribery and treason of political, military and judicial officials. Judges, generals, and politicians. Okay, you mentioned two things, but you want me to comment on on the whatever. Trial? I just these are just thoughts that occurred to me okay. in closing. Uh, whatever you want to do. Okay, let me do the trial first, and then Gil last. Um, I have thought for the last six months that every time they try to drag Trump before a judge in a court, it backfires. And yeah. works against the deep state. Yep. They regret it. Okay, we had remember the uh, uh, the tax issue in Manhattan. Everybody thought that was going to force Trump out of the uh, campaign entirely. And I thought that's ridiculous. That was about a year ago. That's ridiculous. I said, watch them drop the case. They dropped the case. Okay, with this Trump trial before Jack Smith. We're, I think, going to see soon Jack Smith either recuse himself or drop the entire case. Do you think the immunity question will factor in? I, uh, I don't. I don't. I don't know. Okay. Um, I, I'm really busy with the Treasury bond and banks and and the Fair bond enough. default and, and trade payment systems and I don't. I, I have one particular guy who fills me in. 
uh, with, with respect to Jack Smith and the trial. And I say, you think this is all going to backfire? And we, we say the same thing. The discovery, the, the rules of evidence will permit a defense. And the defense will be a gigantic showcase of election fraud where the military will be invited. And whether they come in or not to show the flipping and the Rammstein element with the satellites, it remains to be seen. This, Donald Trump is not going to get harmed by court cases. I agree. Totally. We've, agree got, we've got some stories, and right now they're stuck in rumor phase, that the Supreme Court judge in Colorado was arrested. Okay, I'd like to see some follow-up on whether that's actually the case or not. Yeah. But just the rumor will prevent it from happening in another state. I heard Maine, the little state of Maine, and not very largely populated, but it's a big state. Anyone who's ever driven across the state, it's almost as long as Pennsylvania. But it's not very populated. I loved going to Maine. I skied in Maine. Sunday I go River, there every Maine. year. I spend a lot of time in Maine. So Sunday I'm River? Right there with you. No, not Sunday River specifically. I'm just saying Maine in general. I've been I've been up in Maine all my life, basically. Yeah. You skied at Sugarloaf? Uh, when I was younger, yeah. Yeah. I, I liked Sunday River because it didn't have New Yorkers. New Yorkers <laughs> tend to mess up the entire day. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> okay. This is going to backfire. Jack Smith is going to regret he ever started this. I believe Jack Smith was forced into this because he's got his own vulnerabilities. Jack Smith has got his own past. Um, I'm licking my chops for the opportunity during the primary season, and we're, we've begun, for Trump to have an opportunity to have a three-day defense on election fraud in front of Jack Smith's big fat face mm -hmm. okay, I'm licking my chops okay um, for Mike Gill to say Trump is the only one who's not corrupt I think he's got a rather high bar on the definition of corrupt um, we've, we talked about this it's a matter of criminality versus illicit behavior and okay I don't believe Trump is corrupt to the core I believe he's done a lot of shady things done some illicit things and let's leave it at that yeah and, we'll and as a result i i believe i honestly believe that rothschilds rockefellers and epstein have something on him and he's th there was there was a fellow oh gosh i don't i don't think i'll get the name right um it was a russian sounding name um somebody had been talking a year ago about how trump when he refused the offer by the uh, America First group, later to be called MAGA, Trump said, I'm really worried about the threats from somebody. And the military said, we'll protect you from that. And this has been openly discussed by some reporter, and it, it just had an Eastern European name. I, I cannot recall what the name was. But, but there's... There's more, and I'm very grateful for some of my clients to come to my support, not so much defense, but to provide me some information, uh, like with the owls versus the spiders. Uh, they don't like each other. And, and let me just say that there is, there's a war going on between the Wall Street bankers and the European bankers. The European bankers are dominated 
by the Swiss and the globalists. I mean, the very corrupt, satanic globalists are at war with Wall Street. And this has been going on for 18 months. Here are two pieces of evidence. BlackRock depends on narco money and got into very big trouble. And rumors are that they were temporarily in bankruptcy and got out. They got helped out. BlackRock is a European entity operating in the United States and an enemy, an arch enemy of Wall Street. Wall Street has had Fed policies that harmed BlackRock. And the other thing to remember is that Europeans buy a lot of treasury bonds. They've got surpluses in Germany. The Swiss buy to, to help the U.S. Uh, government situation. <clears throat> There's a definition. A U.S. Treasury bond or bill held in a European bank Euro is called a euro dollar. Yeah, right. And the Department of Treasury several months ago declared that European held euro dollars were not valid for deposits in the United States banking system. Mm -hmm. That was a declaration of war. And a lot of financial analysts glossed over that and did not catch its significance. I remember. I don't gloss about over that. stuff. I don't gloss over it. Okay. There's a war going on. Jamie Dimon has gone into the globalist den to tell them that they have been lost. They have lost their game. Their game is global genocide. Their game is economic lockdown. Their game is ruining the economy and human health. And, you know, this is very hard for people to believe, but those who are vaccinated who actually got the double X vaccination, the mRNA, <clears throat> there's a lot of debate. That's the way I'll describe it. There's debate as to whether you're human. <clears throat> there's debate. Well, yeah, we've, we've definitely heard about it. I mean, even uh, RFK Hat- came out and said that it was, uh, you know, <clears throat> engineered to be, uh, you know, I think it was the Ashkenazi and the the Asians or or something. I can't remember the two groups that he said that he uh, highlighted would be unaffected by the vaccine. So it's not as if that's not floating around. Yeah, it's Luciferase. Luciferase. Notice. (laughs) Okay, this is it again. I I did not get into this at all. Um, But. Oh, boy. It's called. The Luciferians, that's your fraudulent banksters. They're often called Luciferians. And Lucifer is the prince of light. I, I regard it as, you know, evil. But you, you asked about the two camps of evil, the Luciferians and the Satanists. And you better not call a Luciferian a Satanist or you get your, your, your face punched in. Why is that? They're not killers. Well, I get I get that the two different groups, but I mean, Lucifer is Satan. Right? No, 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 it's not to them. I, I did not say Lucifer. I said Luciferians. OK, the Luciferians. Oh, I see club. what you're saying. OK, the two it's separate a name. Steps. The fraudulent banksters have a name and I don't like to use it because it causes this exact confusion. It's okay. the Luciferians, and they're not Satanists. The Luciferians are not Satanists. They're not. They regard themselves as the elite bloodlines, 
dating back to the Roman Empire and Caesar. And yeah, they have a lot of bad habits. Um, there, I think there's a bit of an overlap. I don't wish to get into the discussion, but here's, <clears throat> here, here's the point. In the vaccine, the double X vaccine, the harm, there is a patented item called Lucifer A's. Right. ASE is usually uh, a protein. ASE is a, a suffix you put on the end of a word to make it a protein uh, mm -hmm. denomination. Mm -hmm. And it is part of the gene therapy to wreck your system. So the Satanists used the name of Lucifer. And I think it was to try to draw in the Luciferians. But right now we've got a war. The Luciferians, I prefer fraudulent banksters, the banksters. They've sided with the White Alliance. They've made it a, a compromise. They've made some alliances. They've made deals cut, and we're going to hear more about it. And there are going to be a lot of purists out there who are not happy, purists who say, you can't make deals with these people. Well, you're right. But let me give you <clears throat> some little solace. In the next chapter, not, not <clears throat> the chapter that's opening now, in the following chapter, I believe the Wall Street bankers will be weakened even further by the multipolar digital framework. They're not going to be able to control it. They're going to try. They're going to try to become a dominant player. But the dominant player will be... Reggie Middleton. Okay. Thanks for having me on. Okay. I All right. We'll leave it there. I know you got you got some stuff you got to do. So thank you, Jim, for coming on. I think this was a really great conversation. Hopefully the audience will agree. I think we covered a lot of really important topics. And uh, we did a re I think we had a really constructive conversation. Uh, so, Jim, I thank you once again, golden-jackass.com. That's where you go to sign up for uh, Jim's newsletter that he referenced a couple times tonight. The uh, January one, I imagine, is coming out very soon, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm working on it now. And, you know, these are – I joke. I say they don't write themselves. Uh, I'm doing consult calls. I, I got other phone calls with friends who are worried about this or that. I've never had so many millionaires so worried. You'd think, oh, gosh, he's a millionaire. What's he worried about? He's not going to miss a meal. Well, I got news for people. When you're a millionaire, <clears throat> you do a business. You do some aid. Like I've got a brother-in-law, and I'm really supporting his business. I, I got a friend who does exactly that. <clears throat> what they do is they commit for their cash flow. And when you interrupt anything, it harms them badly and affects their own budget for rent and food and entertainment, their lifestyle. Okay, every wealthy person has commitments, obligations, and activities. They're hurting. Every one of them is hurting. Mm -hmm. Unbelievable. There's only one who's not hurting, and it's a lady who I won't identify any further, but she appears to be a loner and doesn't like how I aid people. And I say, well... Mm -hmm. If you don't aid people, you're like an island, an island in the floating in the ocean. All right. <clears throat> Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate right. the opportunity to straighten out a few things. I hope I did. 
a creditable job. I think you certainly did. I I really do. And I hope that the, you know, I hope people out there, you know, are in agreement with that. I think it was definitely a conversation that had to be had. And uh, I look forward to talking to you again, Jim. All right. I'm glad I did it here. I'm glad I did it here. I'm glad I did it here. I am too. I think, I think this was uh, meant to be. So thank you, Jim. Again, thank you everybody out there for listening. Be back soon. God bless. Godspeed. Patriot out.